Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello! The St. Patty Day uh, edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Looks like I'm the only one representing. That's all right. Yeah, Donna's wearing green today. I just took mine off. A you wild, did? I was okay. wearing a wild jacket. Yeah. All right, great. It's all green. That counts. Yeah. All right. Okay, fine. All right, blow up. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Let me start with Carrie Underwood. There you go. I guess when she won American Idol in 2005, she was given a convertible Mustang that was part of the win. I don't know if they still do this. Ford used to be a big supporter of it, and so it was always the final two. Hey, guys, here's They do a commercial, yeah. remember? Um, well, it's 18 years later, and she still drives it. Wow. That's pretty Here's cool. how she put it. Because I have a friend who has like a Miata. Mazda Miata. They never drive it. It's always in the garage. And every now and then in the summer, they'll just take it out. And it sounds like that's kind of what she's doing. She said, when I have my car, when my car's like getting serviced, I get to drive the Mustang. Oh. She said, it always makes me want to drive it more because it was such a pivotal point in my life. That's fun. That is super fun. Aw. She said she's so glad she still has it because it makes her feel good. Yay. Love a good Mustang. Love an old Mustang. Like a 65. Mm. Something like that. Is that like an old car that you would get if you, if you, I could think just, so. if you had disposable income to yeah. just say, I can spend X amount of dollars on an old car? And I have no knowledge of cars whatsoever. I just really always like the way that one looked. I feel that way about a lot of Corvettes. Where I oh, see like sure. an old Corvette. I saw one. It was like it was like a mid eighties Corvette and it was champagne colored. And I was at this dealership and it was only like fourteen thousand dollars. And I was like Really? Jeez, do I get this? Although you had to drive a stick. Not for me. Yeah, that's a problem. That's Isn't that a beautiful car? Cherry red. So cute. White top on that Mustang coupe that you're looking at. It's really neat. Anyway, I digress. We have other stories. Um, let's talk about the um, Def Leppard uh, drummer, Rick Allen. Yeah. He's, in case you don't remember, this guy is amazing. He lost his arm in a car accident in like 84. Crazy. And he's still drumming. How? I don't know. He figured it out. But... He was attacked outside a Florida hotel on Monday night by some some dude that was like vandalizing cars in the parking lot of another hotel. This he was just standing outside the hotel and this 19-year-old guy runs at him full speed, knocked him to the ground, he hits his head. Then a woman tried to intervene. That guy, the 19-year-old assaulted her too. And um It looks like this guy is being charged with, wow, this is interesting to me, abuse of an elderly or disabled adult with great harm. They did find him. It's good that they found him. Sounds like just a, 
young punk, punk yeah. bent on doing punk stuff. I'm going to go knock mirrors off of cars, vandalize. Hey, that guy's there. I'll push him to the ground. Right. Hashtag Florida. What a weasel. Right. Well, I guess you're considered elderly at 59. Hmm. Hmm. I'll look at the time. <laughs> well, I guess that's a time when you would want to be considered elderly at that sure. age. Yeah, in like terms you, of the count. Yeah, and you if know, you the, want the a discount, have, yeah, right? I'll show my AARP card. I don't care. Oh well, no, I just meant oh. like in terms well, that, yes. of you know the police charges, right? But similarly, I'll call myself elderly if I get a discount on my omelet. Do you think <laughs> that? People being more open about their age could help to reverse ageism. Is a part of the reason that ageism still exists because it's so taboo to talk about your age? No, it's because there's a lot of ageism. So if you don't tell someone your age, they won't make assumptions about you. But it's I just like anything else. If every human, imagine if every human, go with me down a hypothetical lane, will you? It's a Friday. Let's take a walk. Okay. A hypothetical lane where every person has to wear their age. It's it's on every piece of clothing. It's a little hologram. You don't have to put it on. You don't have to remember it. It's not like a button. It's like your football number. Yeah. You know? It's just, just always there. <laughs> your jersey. And then everyone, because then you're so hyper aware, let me, hear me out here. You see so many people at so many different ages doing so many different Incredible things. I know, but that it helps to could it help to rob the hiddenness of age of its power? I don't know because if I walk into a job interview and I'm wearing, let's just say I'm wearing sixty-two as my number. Okay, I'm probably not going to get hired before the person with the thirty-two on their shirt. Especially if it's a job where growth is a big, you know what I mean? I'm close to retirement. Why are they going to hire me when they can hire this person who they could have here for 10 years? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing like when you watch um, American Idol. I remember there, I can't remember the name of the guy who won. Oh, gosh. Buddy Jewel. He was a country artist. And he was older. He was in his 40s. Record companies want to sign someone that's going to have a long career, right? Because it's a money-making business. They're going to make more money on the young person, potentially, than they are on the person who's like 48. He was on Nashville Star. Thank you. Okay. Good. My father-in-law is, uh, you know, interviewing for a job, and he was talking to me a couple weeks ago, and... If for a pretty high up position and these people, you know, he's, he's a very smart guy, but he said, you know, um, I just don't want to, I don't want to let on like, oh yeah. And this summer we're going down on a trip for my 75th birthday. Right. Because they, he, he looks good. His, right. his skin is in good shape and all that. He's, he's mentally agile. And so he doesn't want to, you know, give them any reason for pause. What I think it would be hard initially, but I think if you implemented it, um, for for the next fifty years, things would like ten years into it. I think you could see age looked at differently because again, instead of assuming, oh, that guy 
is in his early 40s and he's like just crushing over here. Right. You would know, wait, that guy's 56. He looks great, works out. And guess what? He's 56 and still super capable. Right. I don't know. So it would take a long, long haul. But We uh, do have Kathy the Zamboni who just sends an email. <laughs> she's said, claiming the Zamboni name? No, but I'm giving it to her because okay. she's cleaning up the mess. So I made an assumption that was wrong. The charge against the person who assaulted Rick Allen of Def Leppard is for elderly and disabled. He's considered disabled, not elderly. The charge is one and the same. I understand. Got it. So, so where I are made, we out on w- the discounts for, you know, Waffle House? <laughs> I mean, I I think we're still in good shape. Okay. Oh, I saw that France is thinking of uh, kicking back their retirement age from 62 to 64, if I'm remembering correctly. France has like a pension fund, like this France pension funds. Kind of think of it like our Social, Social Security. Social Security. But they're saying people are living longer now, so they think they need to bump back the age, the quote-unquote retirement age, when people can penalty-free start accessing that those funds that are okay, there. Okay, that's bad. That's not good. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying you're living longer, and so they're saying, well, now we think you need to wait a little bit longer before you can get that, because you're going to live longer. Right. They're working out some math. I don't know. It's so annoying. Anyway, I'm sure we'll hear from Tony... Our friend from France. Bonjour, je m'appelle Etienne. Okay, remember we had the story about the cures, Robert Smith? Yes. And he was really mad about Ticketmaster and just saying they're just scam artists. Well, here's what he posted. He said, after further conversation, Ticketmaster have agreed with us that many of the fees being charged are unduly high. Then he laid out a reimbursement plan, which he called a gesture of goodwill, that redirects $10 per ticket to verified fan account users who use the lowest ticket price or price ticket option. So some fans are getting refunds today, but it still doesn't fix the problem. doesn't fix the problem, but he created a stink and it created some change in the moment which is good, and him calling out saying, look, as artists, we get to choose if we want to opt into this stuff or not. Um, that puts the onus back on the artist. And the idea that he also wanted there to be non-transferable tickets, that's the first thing that I've heard yeah, and thought, that's good. all right, there's something there, because if you can't resell it, if it's chip-coded somehow or the internet would know if you're reselling it, there's something there. How do you do that, though? How do you know? Like, let's say I buy a ticket to, I don't know, Springsteen. Mm-hmm. I can't use it anymore because I'm going to be traveling now, and I want to give it to you. Maybe they would How have did... maybe they would have specific like circumstances where you could call in that case, and call Ticketmaster and say I'm going to transfer this. All this okay. we're running out of time, but but that would that would eliminate though a bunch of people with really fast computers buying up all the tickets and then selling them third party on a resale site for a whole lot more. We have to go. When we come back, we've got a little bit of uh, food news. A Stranger Things star with a hankering for chicken is open in a business. We'll tell you about that when we come back on Don- Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. We were just speculating what we think the soup downstairs might be today. I bet it's going to be like some kind of cabbage thing. I'm hoping a beef or a chicken situation. It might be a corned beef situation. 
you know, I could go for some soup. I could also go for a lean protein kind of Friday, but I think Friday, entree-wise, they throw in the towel. That's just a, that's just a fact. Oh, yeah, chef's, chef's choice. choice. That means whatever was left from yesterday. Yeah, just put down, don't know yet. We'll see what doesn't sell, you know, and then they rehash <laughs> it. Okay, listen, I'm hungry right now. My bet would be on potato-y because we are still in Lent. And he's oh. been trying to avoid the meat during Lent. So. Sure. You're right. Oh, good and point. And he is, uh, it's uh, St. Patty's Day. Yeah. So, so maybe what I think. So it's not going to be corned beef. An Irish potato type soup, I'm thinking. Okay. All right. That's doable. So hungry. I know. Mike, can you just hold down the fort? I got you. We, go we just want to go right. get snacks, sure. bro. <laughs> I need my protein. Oh, speaking of, all right, since you brought that up, I just have to say there are like apparently gym bros. I said gym, G-Y-M, bros. Uh, I know, but earlier you spelled it J-I-M. Did I? Which yeah. I thought was great, but I knew. <laughs> I made a little. Listen, it's freaking it's Friday. It's all right. Anyway, every now and then you hear about someone eating dog food. <laughs> Maybe it was an accident. Listen, I've done it before, but it was people food that was meant for the dog. <laughs> Say more words. So I was staying at a friend's house and I was watching their dog at their house. <laughs> right. And there was a snowstorm and I couldn't get <laughs> delivery. So I was like, oh, I'll just eat what they have in here. So it was like this really bland I don't know if it was like beef and rice or if it was turkey <laughs> and rice, but I just opened it and I was like, wow, they really mailed it in on this, didn't they? Like it was so bland. And then I didn't find out until like a month or two later. And we we're just talking about the experience. She's like, well, yeah. And then you ate the dog's food. And I said, say what now? And she was like, yeah, you ate. There was some like meaty rice dish. Oh, you are such in a the gift. Fridge. I mean, had I known, I would have given it to the dog. Anyway, I digress. Uh, now, I ate a sausage once on the air here. I think I ate a milk bone. <laughs> <laughs> also on the air. Snossages look like combos. You know, the travel food I combos. I sure do, Steve. They, my friends, I can confirm, do not taste anything like combos. And by the way, shout out to combos. I'd get that pepperoni pizza. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Nacho cheese. Combos! <laughs> now I'm just going to say, Amy Daniels just texted us. I have not looked at it yet. She's our boss. Don't look at it, Donna. I would just, I would bet my severed, don't look at it yet. I, look at it. I would bet my, Donna, no, don't no, look, look at, at it, it yet. Okay. My, Donna, <laughs> hands off the phone. Can I see your hands up, please? All right, your severed head. You could sever my head. I guarantee this is going to be about the, the revelation that you, I don't think I've ever made on the air while I've been with you, that you once ate dog food. Well, she only and didn't find when... out about it for a couple months. <laughs> I love it. Boy, says, they're bland listen, over there. She only texts. When I say something weird, she only listens to the show when something weird happens. I will now read it, and I will say each punctuation out loud. I'm getting ready to sever your head with these scissors. What? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. Dog food. 
question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, exclamation point, <laughs> WTH, question mark, question mark, followed it up with Valentine, you're fired. <laughs> Donna. He's had it out for me since day one. You ate the dog food. I mean, but it was pe- took- I mean, it was people food. So it's not like I was eating slop out of a can. Doesn't really count. But if they had like, I'm sorry. honest mistake. I thought it was Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, Donna, what a journey. So I, the answer to your long-standing question is no, you can't dog sit. I'm afraid I'll starve. Unbelievable. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is apparently there's a trend on social media of eating dog food just for the high levels of protein. One of them is a fitness influencer whose name is Henry, Cl- who cares, Clarissy. He tried a bowl of kibbles and bits oven roasted beef with spring vegetable and apple flavors. Mm. He couldn't handle it. He spit some of it out. He told his followers, listen, it's not worth it. It tasted real dry. He said he needed so much water after it tasted oh, like pieces yeah. of dirt. So I just remember the snossage was, I had such high hopes because they, they smell kind of good. And I, they were, they was just truly terrible. I used to feel like a cat when I was in search of protein, senior year of high school, and I would eat tuna right out of the tin like an alley. Oh cat. yeah, I would do that too. But I just thought it didn't taste good. I just was shoving it into my mouth. Now you whip tuna into a recipe. Now you're talking about when you do the tuna that is in the, in water, not in oil. Right. Oh, bland oh, and really? dry. Oh, you could put it like on a salad. It's I think it's. Good. But no, Donna. That's I'm saying. I'm eating it right out of the tin. Okay. What do you I've know? Honestly, you've I've eaten dog food for probably a whole yeah, Mike's done big it portion too. of your life. Oh man. Anyway. Hey Noah Schnapp. From uh, from Stranger, Stranger Things. Things, he launched a delivery-only chicken restaurant called Tender Fix, <laughs> available nationwide on apps like DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, and Postmates. He said, quote, I'm a huge chicken sandwich fan, and whenever I order food to my dorm room or during late-night study sessions, a chicken sandwich is my go-to item. Now, he is, of course, on Stranger Things, but he is at the University of Pennsylvania as well. Just as a normal college student. Someone's got him as a roommate. Someone's got a kid from Stranger Things as a roommate. That's pretty fun. Uh, by the way, the full menu includes chicken tenders, sliders on King's Hawaiian rolls. Yes, yeah, King. Yes, so good. Sandwiches, waffle fries, and dipping sauces. Noah wanted to make sure that there's something for everyone, so there are also plant-based options if you'd like that. And the food is actually prepared in your local IHOP kitchen, which is apparently sort of common. The ghost kitchens, we've sure. heard of this, but I guess IHOP is kind of a... Uh, go to there. So anyway, Noah Schnapp, Schnapp, uh, Schnapp works. It's spelled like Schnapps, right? Yes. I just want to say this. Okay. Dill Pickle is having a moment. Don't unpack it. Okay. I like it because now that you guys know that random one-off came from dog food. I right, just tell you this: okay. Baba's hummus, dilly dill uh, hummus. Baba's hummus, so freaking good. What do we and also, do to get there's some? a dill pickle hot sauce hum- um, right now. Six five one six four one one seven one. Game next. Okay. Oh, kidokes. We be back. Donna and Steve on my talk one zero seven one. Their talk is fun. Got to make up for some lost time here. Oh yeah, I think I'm up like thirty one twenty one. By the way. I don't even think we... I, I don't really? think, I don't, okay. 
score. I'm Steve. I'm so competitive. Score. I'm just saying. Fine. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Mighty Mike. I want to see how smart you are. And we'll get you that new intro, Mike. I swear, <laughs> it's there good. somewhere. We'll uh, go ahead and play the College Pop Culture Knowledge Day. Of course, it is St. Patty's Day. I do need to Zamboni myself here real quickly. Whoa, I've heard hey, from, careful. <laughs> I've heard from uh, many of our Irish Catholic listeners that the Pope actually says it's cool to eat corned beef on St. Patty's Day for Irish Catholics. Oh, he did that. Oh. He he okayed meat just I in case so. yeah. St. Patrick's so. Day falls on a Friday. Okay, just okay. so thank you very much to everyone who's called in and sent emails. We appreciate it. That uh, St. Patty's Day today, Irish is going to be the theme. Irish and pop culture. Look at the Irish. Woo! Who's okay. at a distinct advantage? The <laughs> Irish guy. Okay. And we've oh, got person. Kate along to play today. Hi, Kate. Hello, Hey, Kate. Hey, Kate. My grandmother's maiden name is Fitzpatrick. You should go with me. <laughs> Kate, uh, how are you going to celebrate St. Patty's Day? Well, I'm getting my hair done. Nice. Oh, nice. What are you doing? Uh, it. A high and tight bob, or what are we thinking? High and um, tight No, I'm just getting colored today, which, yeah, that's about the extent of my excitement today. That's okay. still pretty fun. That means you'll be sitting in that chair. It doesn't take like three hours. You're just sitting yeah, there with foil sure under does. the biodome. It's bio so dome. annoying. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, what color are you going? Well, I get, um, uh, my hair's red, so I get um, blonde low light or blonde highlights in it. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. That's great. May I ask? Now I he's going to ask, like, your blood type. No, so I was just going to ask. It sounds like uh, she does not have to deal with any grays, which is like a real blessing if you don't have to deal with grays. Well, not yet. I, I'm sure it's in my future, but luckily I don't have gray yet, that's, as far as I know. Listen, I, you know I do color. <laughs> that's wow, great. Getting real personal. I'm just trying to get to know people. I'm trying to tear down walls and connect heart to heart. And you sense that, right, Katie? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, Katie, you heard the topic. Who do you want to team yeah. up with? I'll go with Steve. Okay. okay, I'm going to go yes. get some Wawa. Donna, that almost guarantees you're going to lose. I just sense it. 32 to 21. Etch it in stone, my friends. All right. Hey, get us some chocolate wire out of there. Katie. Whoa, Donna just thumbs down me, which we learned yesterday, is more hurtful than getting flipped off. Way more aggressive Sheesh. for those Gen Zers. Uh, we are going to get things started here. College of Pop Culture Knowledge is what we are playing. Katie's on, or Kate is on hold. Are you ready, Steve? Ready. Going to start with this one again. Irish. Colin Farrell. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we'll start with this one. Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack Nicholson, Matt Damon, and Mark Wahlberg were just a handful of the many stars in this 2006 Scorsese film about the Irish mafia in Boston that took home the Best Picture Oscar. The Departed. He was the lone Irish actor to portray Bond, James Bond. Pierce Brosnan. These Irish rockers were introduced to the U.S. in 1992 with their song Dreams, followed up with their next big top 10 hit the next year, and then their zombie topped the alt charts in 94. The Cranberries. Did you say zombies topped it in 94? Correct. Yeah, that's the Cranberries. It's three for three. Kate, here's what you need to know. You just need to relax today when it's time to go to the salon. Have yourself a wonderful day because you just want a My Talk t-shirt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Kate, you're feeling okay with those answers? 
I love it. Yeah, oh, I'm right. all, all in. Sounds oh, good. We'll put you back on hold. All right. Bring Donna Maybe back for in. her. We think she's coming. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, this is really, do you find going to get your hair done, do you find that to be a relaxing process? I do. Yeah. I get my magazine and I just. Let her do her thing. Yes, I find I, th- I find those to be very therapeutic. Anytime I've ever gotten my hair cut, feels very therapeutic. Donna's back. Hey, Donna, and I'm Donna Valentine. <laughs> Where are the chocolates? I well, Amy started talking my ear off, so I never got that. Was far. it about you eating dog food? Of course. And she was telling me a story about a friend who was eating a bowl of cat food mm. that he didn't realize was cat food. <laughs> she yeah. said she wasn't going to tell that story to anybody. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I know a guy who pooped in a cat's litter box. Ooh. Accidentally? No. That doesn't happen by accident. No. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. Well, all right. All right. Here we go. I digress. Irish pop culture is our theme today. (laughs) Are you ready, Donna? I guess. We'll get it started with this one. Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack Nicholson, Matt Damon, and Mark Wahlberg were just a handful of the many stars in this 2006 Scorsese film about the Irish mafia in Boston. It took home the Best Picture Oscar. I can't remember. He is the lone Irish actor to portray Bond, James Bond. Irish guy? Oh, that's Sean Connery. These Irish rockers were introduced to the U.S. in 92 with the song Dreams. They followed up with their big top 10 hit the next year. And then the following year, Zombie chopped the alt alt charts in 94. Zombie, zombie. Cranberries. Uh, anything repeated? Uh, the first the one. first one was Leo, Jack Nicholson, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, a movie. Gangs of New York. All right. Thank you. Woo! First, I just wanted—I need to say some stuff right now. Yep. Um, ding, 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 when this ding, started, ding. I was like, "Oh, you know what? We're probably headed for a, a tiebreaker." Now we know a tiebreaker absolutely uh, cannot happen. But then I got a little nervous when she started answering. Huh? We'll oh, go. Maybe a tiebreaker can happen. It could happen. It's possible. We'll go to the third one first. These Irish rockers were introduced in the U.S. in 92 with their song Dreams. They followed up their with their biggest top ten hit the next year. I didn't name this one because I thought it would make it too obvious. Uh, then Zombie topped the old charts in 94. Their big hit, of course, was Linger. It is indeed the Cranberries. Nicely yes! done. You both nailed that one. Nice. All right. For the huh. first one, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack Nicholson, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg were just a handful of the many wrong. stars in this 2006 Scorsese film. And what was your answer, Donna? Uh, catch me if you can. No, it was Gangs of New York. <laughs> Let me read this next line. Your answer was Gangs of New Departed. York. The Irish Mafia in Boston. <laughs> That took the best picture Oscar. Departed. It was it indeed was. departed. Nicely yeah, right. done. Steve did get that one. He got the first two. You, uh, Donna, sit with one. So it's all going to come down to this <laughs> middle one. The Boston here. baseball team won the World Series. The <laughs> Yankees! <laughs> Finally, he is the lone Irish actor to portray Bond, James Bond. All of the Bonds have been played by British actors. One... Scottish actor named Sean Connery oh, and one Irish actor named Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. Nicely done. Dang Steve it. just ran it. Way to go, yeah, Steve. Eat it, Donna. All right. Uh, well, Kate, your job here is done. You won, sister. I love it. Thank you so much. All right. You stay on hold. Uh, Zamboni will get your information, okay? Great. Wonderful. 3221. Yes! It's just, I, I'm just so stressed out. In a little while, if we project out, projected earnings, hashtag Shark Tank, it will be 64 to 42 someday. Come on, and then maybe like by year's end, 96 to 63. I like it! But you're, you're playing good. 
Now, Donna just thumbs down me again. Yesterday, we were talking about Donna um, flipped somebody off in traffic a couple days ago. So then I did a poll and was just asking people, like, when's the last time you flipped somebody off? We all agree. Donna and I agree. Though she flips people off and curses them out more than I do in her car. We all agree. Minnesotans caps lock suck at understanding zipper merging. We even reiterated the fact that in most cities... It's just called merging because we did not need to dumb it down to explain it to the children. Okay? It's just merge, all right? You principled people thinking that you're doing well by getting in a really slow lane way too early. You're wrong. So we agree with that. The final tally from the vote uh, from my Insta story is in. Tell, tell me the last time you flipped somebody off in traffic. Your options were today, this week, this month. I would never. Today, Donna. Four percent. One hundred and twenty-one people flipped somebody off yesterday wow. in their cars. Wow. Eight uh, percent. Two hundred and thirty people flipped somebody off within the last week. Wow. Twenty-four percent. Six hundred and eighty-eight people have flipped somebody off in traffic this month. Here in the month of March, and sixty-four percent of people, eighteen hundred of you, said I would never. Well, and I did have a lot good. of people who DM me, and they said. Uh, no, I just don't trust how bad that person's day was and if they're going to get road ragey and if they got a gun and if it's going to escalate quickly. No, good points. All good um, points. It was funny. Um, Kelly Ripper responded to the poll and said, today, but walking. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're not alone, Donna. You're in good company. She's a Jersey girl. You're a Jersey girl. Mm-hmm. I do have an update on the sweater. Uh, the shrunken sweater, which we talked about last week. I had a shrunken sweater. Kelly Rip said, I can fix it. I said, all right, fine. I'll send it to you. I sent it to her. She does these Insta stories where she's like fixing the sweater. She's got it. First, she tries it on, sees how small it is. Uh, Mark Consuelos is like, why is Steve sending you sweaters? What's going on with these sweaters? All of this funny bit. She tries it on, considers keeping it, but then she goes down to her laundry room and has these videos of her massaging the sweater. It's in water. It's in olive oil. It's in this thing. But then she had to go do the Oscars. So oh, she yeah. was going to be in L.A. for like four days. Sure. Sweater so gets put on the back burner. I I told her I was surprised that she even decided to start it before a busy trip like that. Mm-hmm. But I did get an update because I have people that message me every day. I'll put a random post out. It could be a picture of my kids. And they'll say, oh, that's cute. Hey, but what's the deal with the sweater? Is the oh, sweater funny. fixed yet? They're funny. just So it's... I did get an update. It's a soap opera. She asked me... Um, she said, may I ask a question... How many hours did you dry this sweater? Because this has been my biggest challenge. Wow. And now think of this for a moment. She said, I am now on my fourth attempt at unshrinking your sweater. All right. But also now I'm thinking of the time committed to this effort. I get it. She is a finisher. She wants to. She's like, come hell or high water. I'm unshrinking this freaking sweater. Well, I'm she thinking, publicly also said that she could fix it. Yes. And now she is on multiple attempts. And I did tell her that technically it was my brother-in-law who did the laundry for me. So if, in fact, resentment starts to develop, which I think it could, you know, when it's like maybe Mark's saying, hey, let's watch a show. I have to go untrink this damn sweater. <laughs> I just want her to funnel any unhinged anger toward sure. my brother-in-law and not toward it. me. So, All right. Well, good keep luck. Keep updated. All righty. Luck of the Irish. I hey. Did. Taylor Swift has a new song out. I think we should sample it. Okay.
We, we've got like an extension of music news, yeah. actually, because you have a little tidbit, too. Yeah, I'm big into the idea of like hologram concerts. I think they're cool. Linkin Park was asked about doing a hologram concert because of their lead singer passing away. They had a very firm opinion on it. We'll tell you about that when we come back. It's done. Friends, what's up? Hey, Stevie Boy from my buddies over at the Canopy Group. Happy St. Paddy's Day to you. Uh, you know, today we're talking about the luck of the Irish and all that jazz. Well, let me just tell you this. If you are thinking about switching up your home and auto insurance, you don't want to rely on luck. You want to rely on a process. And that's what the Canopy Group does. They've got a proven process. And here's how it works. <laughs> I think Donna just set down a potato on, on the table. Uh, here's how their process works. They have 40 people who are specialists and they will work with you. And then they have 16 different insurance companies that they have teamed up with over the years. So if you go to thecanopygroup.com today and then click get a quote, uh, that'll start the process. And then they will start to work on your behalf. You don't have to pay for this. This is like a free service. You're just going to save money in the end. There are 40 uh, specialists. They work on your behalf. They turn to the 16 different companies and say, all right, here's her situation. Who can suit her needs in the best way at the absolute best price that you can get? That's what you get. You get the best coverage and you get it at the best price. And it starts by going to thecanopygroup.com. Quick reminder, the updated score for the College Pop Culture Knowledge, 31 to 21. I don't even think we said that before. 32. <laughs> Sorry. Zamboni! What do you think? You're better than me? Donna, welcome us back like Hi, a pro everybody. that you are. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for listening. What in the bleep did I just put in my mouth? Say what? So here I am doing yet another, and I'm not here to pat myself on the back. Incredible live spot for the Canopy Group. Donna comes in, rolls what appears to be a shrunken potato toward me <laughs> on the table. To which I, ever a pro, during the spot said, I think Donna just put a potato on the table. <laughs> then I had to keep moving, friends. Time is limited. I look down. It looks like a potato. It looks like a little potato. I asked, what is that? And I said, is it a misshapen donut hole? And she said, it's a chicken nugget. And it looked like all of the above. Potato, baby potato, uh-huh. misshapen donut hole, chicken nugget. And I decided to eat it. I sniffed it first, sniff test. And I was like, yeah. I think that's a donut. Then I bit into it and I was still, but it felt kind of cold to the touch. And I thought, well, maybe this is a chicken nugget. And I ate into it and that was really very good. Cinnamon on the outside. Uh-huh. Brown on the outside. Uh-huh. Stevie Boy bites in to reveal uh-huh. white goodness, but not like a full donut situation. But there was like a, there was coconut for sure. Uh-huh. And it felt like there was a creamy substance in the middle as well. How can you tell me what I ate today with confidence? Well, I can tell you what you ate is something that Quinn's mom made. She made that? Yes. Did you hear so that? So it's like a coconut frosting <clears throat> dipped in cinnamon. Thank you. Wow. Did you eat one? I ate a bite of one. Yeah, it was good. Oh, boy. I really like that. I tell you what was really good yesterday. Stephanie Hansen made whiskey brownies. Ooh, really? I have never had a brownie. I've had good, really, really, really good brownies. I have a friend who makes great brownies. Nothing compares to that brownie. What 
Tell me about what this it was like, like. It was so, I'm going to use the M word. I'm going to use it. We'll give you limited clearance. It was time. dense and chocolatey and moist. Hmm. Moist. Did you taste whiskey? Does that burn out? Or does it provide like a, not a savory, but like a not uber sweet profile it does something yeah like that little when you just hit that whiskey and you get that little kind of smokiness that little thing right in your throat that's like ooh, this is whiskey i got that and i'm not a huge whiskey fan so maybe that's why i felt it more than oh. others i think i got it because i knew oh okay but mm. if i didn't know and i really wanted to get somebody to go to sleep <laughs> No. Wait, do you think there's? A, do you think that the brownies had an alcohol content to them? Don't doesn't that all burn no, out? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. sure it does. I'm just boy. Kidding. I wish I could have had that. Is it in her cookbook? It's on her website, stephaniesdish.com, I believe. Okay, and there it's called whiskey brownies. Well, great. Well, I mean, just damn, like dense, chocolatey, bitter. Oh, God, I want one now. See, now, I feel that way about Quinn's mother's coconut thing. Did he have a name for these? Uh, He's probably listening. Maybe he'll come in and tell us. In the meantime, uh, we need to listen to a new Taylor Swift song. I think she dropped, like, four songs. Three of them were, you know, re-records, Taylor's version. Um, But then she has a song called Of All the Girls You've Loved Before. I believe this is queued up. It is. It is? Okay, let's all... Oh, wait, I want Steve to hear it. Steve, get in here. (laughs) Steve, this is, hey, hey, he's gone. be a professional, right. man. That's really interesting to hear. I mean, what do you just... I thought you were going to... Just going to walk out like you you're, you're performing <laughs> surgery and you're like, hey, guys, there's something delicious out there. You said he's out there, so I thought it meant that you were going to handle the tailor and I would go I want you to hear get it. Quinn. Kick it. I have some news about what Quinn just said. Of the girl on the Love town. it. It's upbeat. I think I might even give that... Like a 10 out of 10. Shut The chorus, the face. hook. I don't know. I need to hear the whole thing. It starts a little, you know, kind of down in the dumps. And I and when I started listening from the beginning, I'm like, oh, God, can you find some new material? Mm, I liked it a lot. I did, too. Uh, uh, See? You have to listen all the way. That's a good hook. Right? She's a great songwriter. And I either see that we're driving alongside... The beach on an overcast day, a little marine layer, but you still see the waves crashing, or it's a drive on Sunset Boulevard, summer, top down, you see the Hollywood Hills twinkling in the distance. Yes, King! Did you like living in Cali? I liked elements of it, but when I have gone back there since, I've thought, ooh, me not want to live here now. Why? Busy, crowded, too busy, so crowded. It's, it's. There's just a lot. There's a lot of people there. I don't know if you've heard about the population, but there's a lot. Mm. There's right. just a lot. And then the the freeways, everything's really spread out. New York City now. New York is a different kind of a thing because New York is pretty tightly together, but it still takes Congested, a long time to yeah. get places. L. A. I and I've always lived far from work by choice. But because usually it's cheaper. I've worked in cities and it's less expensive the further you live. Sure. Usually the closer in you go, you get, you pay more and you get less. Right. Right. Square footage goes down, all that kind of stuff. So I lived in Anaheim 
And that was, I think, about 40 miles up to Burbank, where my office was. And so the traffic just on a random Friday could be two hours just to get to and fro. That was a lot. Sounds awful. Update on the uh, potato thing. Okay. His mother calls those candy spuds or potato candy. Oh, funny. So they are supposed to look like a little potato. Potato candy. Mike, did you have one? I have not. Do you like cocoa nut? Um, not a huge fan, unless it's in something cooked, which oh. it seems like that one was. So, do you yeah, like I don't potatoes? Think it's cooked. I think it's I a like cold potatoes. Thing. Yeah. Oh, if it's cold thing, then I don't know. I might not. Uh, not, not a huge a, coconut not fan. Not cold. Uh, I think those are refrigerated. Okay. I'd like to know the nutritional content in one of those because if I doubled my ration for today, hey you know, Quinn's mom, if you're listening. You, you listen up here, all right? And I, I come to you respectfully. You're dang good at what you just did. You hear me? Whatever <laughs> whatever you did there tasted really good. Oh, it's Irish. I it. That was the purpose. The potato! Irish potato candy. Queen! It's very simple. Oh. Queen's probably Irish, right? I think this Quinn is Duffy. different. Never mind. This is mashed potatoes, butter, vanilla, powdered sugar, and peanut butter. Quinn is an Irish name. Is Duffy an Irish last name? Uh, Yeah. For sure. Oh, those are them. Yeah, these are them. What's the name of them again? So they are called, oh, this is all cream cheesy, Irish Potato Candy. That's what was in there. And, uh, you know, every time we talk about these things, we should post the recipe. It's got to be really frustrating to be a listener of ours. Anyway, allrecipes.com. You'll find it there. You know, it's funny. I would never listen to a radio station and think. I'll I'll give Mike the link. And I also am posting the uh, brownie recipe on Stephanie's dish that we were talking about as well. By the way, that was gluten-free. What I just say? The brownies were. The brownies were. Yeah. Oh. Yep. What are you telling Amazing. me? I got all sorts of gluten raging <laughs> through my body right now? Wow, that was good. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Yeah, everybody. We love you. Don't go changing on account of us. Uh, by the way, Linkin Park said hard no to doing a hologram show. I think they're kind of cool. They were not into it. Um, Mike Shinoda. Um, of course, Chester Bennington passed away. Right. You know, and, oh, uh, and so that was back in 2017. But uh, Lincoln Park member Mike Shinoda said, those are creepy. Even if we weren't talking about us, if we weren't talking about Chester, which is a very sensitive subject, we would have our feelings about how we would represent that. For me, that's a clear no. Not into that. Although he did say, Abba doing it, that's cool. You're still alive. You want to do it that way. But after somebody passes, doesn't feel right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. We'll be right back with a dirt alert.